friends, it's Cameron, and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How is everybody doing? I'm so excited to give you guys a solo episode today, a bonus episode. We're going to be doing the 56 deep questions to ask yourself in your 20s to help you find out who you really are questionnaire. I saw Kenzie Elizabeth do this on her podcast, I Love You So Much, and I really thought it was such a cool questionnaire. It really helps you dig deep about yourself and also it's a I just thought it was really unique questions um it's kind of a way to also kind of sort of vision board manifest plan and also reflect on how far you've come at this point in your 20s so I am 24 I will be 25 in about two months and I thought while I'm in this transition period of my life and all of these big things are happening, all of these changes are happening, and I'm adulting for the first time, and I'm really figuring out where I want to be and how I want to show up in the world as an entrepreneur, as a lawyer, as a person, as a creator, I thought it would be really cool to do this questionnaire. And of course, I'm doing it with you guys. So I haven't looked at all of the questions. I obviously heard Kenzie do them, so I know some of them but I don't know the order and I don't know my answers to the questions. So we're going to do it um, together and I hope you do it alongside me. And if you want to do it, um, actually have the questions and maybe write it out or journal it, I will link it in the show notes for you guys so you can do it too. And if you also have a podcast, maybe do it on the podcast and send it to me so I can listen. I think it would be really cool to do kind of make this a trend. I know that's not really a thing on podcasts. It's like a TikTok and Instagram thing, but I don't know. I just think this is really cool. I don't know where Kenzie got the idea from, but I'm really glad she did because it inspired me to want to do it too. So without further ado, bonus episode, let's jump right in. Number one, do I believe that everything is meant to be or do I think, think that things just tend to happen for no reason at all? So you already know that I think everything is meant to be. Everything happens for a reason. Two, do I forgive and forget or do I forget but always remember? I I forgive but I remember. I wish I could forgive and forget and maybe sometimes I do forget like some things but the big ones I always remember and I would say that when I was younger I would hold grudges. Now I don't think I hold grudges. I just I don't forget what happened and if you wrong me I kind of just cut you off and set boundaries Like I said in a couple episodes ago, I'm in my villain era, and that just means setting boundaries. And yeah, so I think I I forgive, but I don't forget. I will remember, and you know, I'll give you a couple of tries because I want the best for you. I want I want to be I want to be there for you. I want you to be there for me. I want the best. I hope for the best, but if it is a really big wrong or it's multiple wrongs, I. I remember and I just I set boundaries and I walk away for my own sake. Number three, if I could give one piece of advice to everyone in the world, what would it be? I think you guys already know that I'm going to say find your why, find what you're passionate about and do what it takes to get there and you know enjoy the journey while you do because that's sometimes the best part and your why may change but having a why and using that to guide you will will get you places. So I think, yeah, that's my biggest piece of advice. And four, do I think that people can change or are they just who they are? 
I think people can change. I think people can evolve. The more we talk about it now, we're bringing it into the mainstream of, you know, looking inward and being in alignment and evolution and doing the work. I think if people are willing to do that and they're really willing to work on themselves, over time they're going to evolve and they're going to grow and they're going to change. And I think the key is you can't make someone change, but if they want to for themselves, they can change. And I'm a testament to that. I'm really proud of my growth and evolution. If you've been listening from the beginning, you can hear it just in the podcast. But my close friends and family, I tell you guys all the time, I am a completely different person now than when I was three, five, seven, ten years ago. I mean, obviously, I was a kid then, but some of those people are still in my life now and they'll tell you. And obviously my family will tell you I've become a lot softer, a lot nicer, a lot kinder, a lot more forgiving. Just a lot more compassionate. I've always been passionate. I've always been generous. But for a while there, I I was very defensive. I was very, you know, I had a lot of walls up. I was hurting. But as I've grown and as I've healed, I've definitely evolved. So I think, yeah, people can change. Some people don't want to and some people won't but if you really want to and you're willing to do the work I think you can five would I consider myself to be religious or spiritual so I think a little bit of both I am catholic I was born and raised in the catholic church and I was baptized and confirmed or I was baptized and did communion as a child and then I chose to be confirmed as an adult on my own in college so that was my choice my parents didn't push me to do that one and I think I, I got more in touch with my faith in college and especially in law school because I was struggling so much and I started praying more. And I think my relationship with God is definitely more spiritual because I don't necessarily think you need to go to church or go to church regularly to have a relationship with him. I think it's a personal one. So I think in that sense, I am more spiritual that I pray and I have a relationship with him, but it's on my own terms. And I'm also religious in the sense that I have had my sacraments done and I do want to get married in the Catholic Church. I want the ceremony of it. I love it. I think the tradition, the ceremony is beautiful and I would like to raise my children in the same culture that I was raised in, the Hispanic culture, the Catholic culture, especially here in Miami. It's, it's prevalent. It's, it's around us and I really would like to raise my children in that as well. So I would say I'm a little bit of both, but I think primarily spiritual um, and kind of like what I was talking about earlier, the alignment and the evolution and the growth and the hard work and the inner work. I think that all goes to more spiritual as well. So I think a little bit of both. What Six, would my 10-year-old self be proud of me? Yes, 100%. I, 10 years old, I don't remember where I was or who I was at that time, but around 12, 13 is when I really started struggling and I lost myself for quite a while there from about 12 to 21, even arguably 22. So I would say the last decade has been really rough and I think if my 10 year old self knew all of that and saw me now, I think she would be really, really proud of me. So yeah, I do think my 10 year old self would be proud of me. Seven, what do I think is the best revenge? Nothing doing absolutely nothing and just focusing on yourself. Don't try to get revenge, just focus on you and be better. Be the bigger person and 
you know, don't let it harden you. Don't be so defensive and just keep your chin up, focus on you and keep it moving and let them be in the rear view, whether it's a relationship, whether it's friendship, whether it's business relationships, whatever, whoever, doing nothing is the best revenge. Just being the best damn version of yourself is the best revenge. Eight, what would I change about myself? I don't know if this is like in a cosmetic procedure sense or like a, like a deeper version. So I think I'll answer both. Um, on a cosmetic sense, I have had my nose done and I had a chin implant and I want to get a blepharoplasty, um, which is like removing the extra upper eyelid skin. Um, and then after children, I will probably do a mini mommy makeover just to be a better version of myself right now and feel my best self and be back in the version of me that makes me feel happy and excited and confident and sexy because um, I'm, I'm learning to love the body that I'm in right now and I think I want to just be that version of her always, of her, of me. <laughs> so in that sense and then honestly I wouldn't wish the experiences that I've gone through on anyone I don't even think I would wish them on my worst enemy. But I am glad I went through it. I'm glad I I'm glad I my story is my story. And I'm proud of myself. Again, that growth. I'm proud of where I am today. And I wouldn't be here if none of that had happened. Because I think everything happens for a reason. So what would I change about myself? In that sense, nothing. Nine. On the flip side, what would I never change about myself? My passion. I would I would argue my resilience, but sometimes that can be a bad thing because I don't know when to stop and rest and sit in gratitude and bask in what's going on right now, even the good. And I sometimes wallow in the bad because I use that as fuel. So arguably my resilience, but truly my passion. If I want something, I will do anything and everything to get there because I'm passionate about it. And that is my guiding light in life. 10. Can I confidently say that the path I'm on in life right now is the one that I and no one else would want for myself? Yes. No one is pressuring me to do anything. I'm living the life that I'm living right now because I want to be living it. And of course, there's certain things that I wish would be a little different or that are not in my control, like the market and the fact that I don't have a job and that I can't afford to live um, anywhere else but my parents' house. But the path I'm on right now in my life will allow me to have all the things that I want in due time because I'm creating this life for myself. So yeah, I can confidently say that right now, this is the life that I would choose for myself. 11, it's the year 2040, where am I? So I would be about 42, 43, and I hope in 2040, at 42 years old, I am happy. I hope that I am happily in a relationship, that I have children, that I have a dog, that I have a beautiful home, and successful businesses. I want to have a couple of different businesses, and one of them will be this podcast, another will be 
my blog and my Instagram, you know, that business. Another one will be my real estate investment portfolio because I really want to get into investing and real estate. And I would love to be an angel investor or an investor in other companies. And then there's one more business venture that I am keeping secret that I have a vision for that will, that is in my 10 year plan. So yeah, I hope that I have very successful businesses. I hope that I'm happy in a relationship with beautiful children, a dog, a beautiful home, and that I get to travel and experience the world and immerse myself in culture and beautiful things and food. And I want to just really, I want to be happy. And if I could have a few really nice bags and shoes and a really nice closet, that's an extra. But, you know, I had to keep, keep that in there. But really, I just want to be happy. Uh, 12. Am I a morning person or a night owl? I think I'm both, if that's possible. It depends. If I got a lot of sleep the night before, then I might be a morning person. But if... I'm, honestly, I think I'm a middle-of-the-day person. I think I get my biggest burst of energy from, like, 11 to 4. And then... Sometimes I'm a night owl and I will stay up late reading a book or on Wikipedia or watching a movie or something because I just am really interested in what's going on and I want to know more or I'm working on something like my website or my blog or the podcast or something. Um, Sometimes I'm a morning person like like today. Like I woke up early and I was very energized and ready to go and excited for my day and I get to do all these things and I was really excited to do them. So... I think it depends on, honestly, my mood, how I feel that day, and where the wind takes me, but it depends. I, I would say I'm a middle-of-the-day person, though. 13. Would I consider myself to be more creative or more logical? Hmm. I used to think I wasn't creative at all, but to be an entrepreneur and to be influencer I think you have to be a visionary you have to have a creative vision so I I know I am creative I think I'm also logical though I lead with my heart but I also my head does know when it's time to get in the way and pause the brakes and figure some some things out and I'm really glad that I have great guidance in that in my dad especially and some key mentors and friends in the business world that are also visionaries themselves, but have they're a few steps ahead of me and they, they help guide me in my business. So I, I think I'm a little bit of both. I think I'm definitely the visionary. And then I need some people on my team that are more of the instigators, but I think I'm both. 14, what could I do to be a healthier person? meditation. I think the few times I've done it, I've noticed a significant difference in just everything. I did it for four finals. I did it for the bar exam and they truly did impact me in the best way possible. And I just want to be more into a meditation practice. I think it would really serve me well. I know it will. So I know I will be a healthier person if I meditated more and I moved my body more, and yeah, that's truly, I think, where where right now I could benefit from in my wellness routine. 
15. If, if time and money were no object, what would I do with my life? What I'm doing right now and just travel more. Travel all the time, you know, for meetings, for opportunities, for fun. I would just be traveling a lot more, but I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing right now, building my empire. 16. Is it all about luck or hard work? Hard work. Hands down, hard work. Luck is nice. It's helpful. Sometimes we get lucky and things just work out serendipitously. But if you're not working hard and you're doing the groundwork beneath the surface that no one sees, those opportunities for luck won't won't come very often because you still have to be putting in the work. So I think hard work for sure. 17. Should I live with no regrets or learn from my mistakes? I think I think it's not worth it to live with regret because we learn from everything that has happened in the past. And I think you shouldn't live with no regrets because you want to be able to learn from it. Every bad story, every bad opportunity, bad business, bad date, bad relationship, bad day, they're they're a lesson and they're shaping us and they're a stepping stone for us to to grow and evolve and learn from. So I think they are you should we should all learn from our mistakes and you know not regret them. Like but don't live with no regrets. It's not like a YOLO thing. It's like just knowing that it's going to happen, you're going to make mistakes and just like Serena Kerrigan says, do it for the plot. But I don't think, I mean, you, I guess you can say that's like a no regrets thing. Like she doesn't regret it. She's just living for the plot. But I think the no regrets as in like that you don't care who you hurt along the way or that aspect of it, I think. Maybe not that one, that part. But I think, I think we should live with no regrets, but also learn from our mistakes. I think is the best way to put that. 18. How would I describe myself in only five words? I had to do this for a scholarship once, and I'm trying to remember what I put. I would, I think, curious, passionate. Mm, There was one word, and I'm trying to think what it was. Whoa, this storm. (laughs) It's like sunny, but it's about to start pouring. Yeah, curious, passionate. Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Hold on. Pause. Google. Cultivated. That's what it was. Curious, passionate, cultivated. That, you know, worldly, well-traveled, well-manners. Well-mannered. That's the better word. Um... What else? What else? What else? That's three. I have two more, right? Yeah, five. Um, trying to think. I don't want to use the word resilient, but I know that that's a good word for me. Um, so curious. Passionate, cultivated, resilient. Mm. I don't know. 
What else? Help me think of a fifth word. Right now I can only think of four. 19. Family first, true or false? I think your friends can become your family, so in that sense, yes. But also, I think making sure that you know when to put yourself first, sometimes over family, is also important. You know, I think you're the only version of you, you're the only one that can keep the ship running. So I think you need to make sure that you are right before you pour into others. So I think, yes, family first, but also making sure that you're okay. And if that means that you have to step back, sometimes that's okay too. I mean, family first in what, like, is it over business? Over over what, I think would be the better question. But I mean, I would agree. I think you have to put your friends and family, you know, you have to make them a priority in your life. But I think you are your top priority. So for ranking it, I think you and then family and friends and your business. And I think those are the top three. 20. Can discipline be learned? Absolutely. Yeah, I think sports, dance, school, reading, a routine, that is discipline. You are teaching yourself habits and you are teaching yourself discipline or you're being taught it through group activities like sports or dance growing up. I wrote a blog post a couple years ago for the love of dance, what dance taught me growing up. I don't know, something along those lines. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, I can't remember right now, but one of the biggest things dance taught me is discipline. And yeah, I think it can be learned. But I think you could also teach yourself so it doesn't have to be learned from others. 21. Am I, as, am I as loyal as I think I am? I'm loyal, but I also know when to set my boundaries and put myself first, like I said. So I think, yeah, I am very loyal. I'm as loyal as I think I am. But I also know when that loyalty will get me in trouble or get me hurt. And I know when to, you know, turn to them and say, hey, like, I I want to help you. I want to protect you. I want to be there for you. But I, I need to take time for me right now. 22. How could people be a better friend to me? Honestly, my biggest thing is my love languages are words of affirmation and physical touch. And I think I put off this wall of don't touch me, don't approach me because I was very defensive and I had a lot of walls up for a very long time and I'm still learning to let that go and let them come down and that it's okay to be vulnerable and to show that vulnerability. So I think people can be a better better friend to me by being patient with me and and keep trying to keep to, to get in even if I'm fighting them and just to be more supportive in that sense of just being there for me even when I'm hard to be there for and I think my true friends know that and I'm really grateful for them 23 how could I be a better friend to people being a better listener and being more patient. I think I'm a good listener, but I also, I have so many ideas and I have so much advice to give and so much love to give that I, I get very excited to, to jump in and help that sometimes I, I don't 
let them finish the whole story before I'm jumping in. And I think I need to be a little bit more patient and a little bit more, more, I don't want to say reserved, but like slow my roll. But I think that's just with everything in life. For me, I'm just a very impatient and impulsive person. And that's something that I'm working on. 24. Is conformity a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's neither good or bad. Some people, they are meant to just follow. They are not meant to be leaders. They are not meant to be trailblazers. I think it depends on the person. I don't think it's a black and white thing. It's what is your purpose in life? What is... What are you here to do? What do you want to be known for? What do you want to do in this world? And letting that guide you. And if you are meant to trailblaze, then conformity is not for you. But if you are here to support someone else, maybe conformity is for you. I don't think it's black and white. 25. What is a book that I read that completely changed my outlook on life? Ooh. I don't know. I read a lot, but I don't read nonfiction. I read romance novels. So I do really want to read The 48 Laws of Power. So I know that that book, oops, I know that book will be one that does change my outlook on life. Right now, the book that changed my, my life and has given me a lot of comfort and a lot of tools and a lot of Comfort is The Key and Chronicles by Jillian Dodd, and it's a romance novel series. And you're going to look at the synopsis and be like, really? But the story is of a girl who had a lot of growing up to do. And that, that was me. And I've grown up alongside her because I started reading those books in middle school. And the series ended a couple years ago. And I think I was in college. So... I think that would be the book. Because I know at one point, at the very beginning, and then she references it at the end, um, she says, I wanted my two worlds to come together, but that was never going to happen. Who needed to come together was me. She needed to reconcile the two sides of her. And I've had a similar story. So I think that book, for sure. 26. How can I be generous when I am not rich? Being generous with your time. Your time is so much more valuable than money. Money comes and goes, but time is, is finite. And if you have time to be a mentor, to be a friend, to volunteer, to be there for someone, to lend a helping hand, I think that is generosity that will not go unnoticed. 27. How can I improve dialogue and communication with those I deeply disagree with? Being a better listener. Listening. Truly listening. Looking at both sides of the story, doing your own independent research, and listening to them, and then making up, making your own opinions based off of all of the facts. And when you are sharing your opinion and when you are going to disagree, be, be gentle about it. Be kind about it. Be curious about it. 28. If I had to make a list of my top 10 most important values, what would they be? Ooh. Maybe I should have prepared for these. (laughs) 
loyalty, friendship, mentorship, respect. That's a big one. Um, kindness, curiosity. I think that's a theme in this episode. Um, four more. I don't know how you like spirituality in the sense of like being willing to do the work but wanting to be in alignment I guess I don't know what you would call that that's definitely a value of mine um family I don't know if being a visionary is a value, but just, you know, being someone who who has a vision for their life and knows what they want and, you know, being steadfast in that I think is really important to me. All of my closest friends, they have something like that. They have a goal for themselves. They're goal-oriented. That's a value oriented and then my last one patience because it's something I need to work on and I value that in my friends because they often need to be patient with me 29 what are my deal breakers for romantic relationships <laughs> mommy's boys <laughs> like I don't need to think about that one mommy's boys 100% that's a deal breaker that's like not even deal breaker, it's like a red flag at this point. Um, do I have any other ones? Not valuing my time and not valuing me as a independent and goal-oriented woman who an entre- and values me as an entrepreneur and having a seat at the table and that I have a voice and I'm going to share it. So all those things, like I guess like the the machismo, the patriarchal, I don't know how you say it in English, um, the very macho culture, I don't do that. That is big, big, big no for me. Um, yeah, I think those are my two big ones. 30, do I love myself? I'm learning to. I'm working on it. If you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have said no. Today, I would say I'm working on it. I think I like myself now. I like myself. I'm working on loving myself. 31. If not, how could I find a way to love myself? Being more uh, compassionate and more gentle with myself. And being more patient. 32. Is trust always earned or is it given until it's broken? I think both. I think you have to earn it, but then until you do something to cross that line, you have it. Like I will give and give and give and give until I can't take anymore. And then I will set boundaries and I will walk away for my own sake. But once you have my trust, it's there forever. And you have to earn it though. 
33. If I could apologize to one person, who would it be? My parents. For being so damn difficult all the time. Um, no, just for, for knowing how much I put them through growing up and how hard it was for them because it's been really hard to heal. And there's a long way for us to grow in our relationship. And I look forward to getting there. 34, and what would I say to that person? What I just said. 35, if I was able to say one thing to my ex, what would I say? Which one I think is the better question. <laughs> um, my first boyfriend ever, he actually messaged me on Monday or yesterday. Um, I think it was yesterday. Um, for uh, Congratulations on passing. I talked to another ex a couple of weeks ago because he works at a company that I applied for a job at. So, you know, we're friends at like distance, you know. Um, and then there's one in particular that I never want to see again. And I think if I were to see him... At this point, I don't think I would say anything at all. But a younger version of me would have said that I hope you never do what you did to me to anyone else. And I, I said, I, I, and I did an exercise in therapy once that my therapist asked me if he was in a room with, if I was in a room with him right now, if he was here, what would I say to him? I could kick, scream, yell, punch throw things, whatever, just get it all out. And it was an exercise, of course, that wasn't, he wasn't actually there. Um, and it was the most freeing thing because all I said was that, you know, I don't wish what you did to me on my worst enemy. I just hope you know that I am a very strong person and you almost broke me. So I hope you don't do what you did to me to anyone else because someone else might not survive it. And they might not take it as well as me. But yeah, I mean, I got closure from that. And if I saw him, I think I would just, I definitely think I would be upset. And it might ruin my day, but I would just keep it moving. Who? 36. If I could have one person apologize to me, who would it be? Because my first ex apologized to me, and that's why we're friends now. The other one, I don't think I've actually ever told him the whole story of why I'm upset with him. But we're friends now. And at this point, it's not worth it. Like, let bygones be bygones. So, I mean, I would say him too if he could apologize for me. But he doesn't know. That's what I don't think he knows. And then this guy. Um... Yeah, I would, I would appreciate an apology from him. I don't know what I would want him to say, though. That's number 37. I don't think he has an, any genuine bone in his body. So I don't know what that would even look like. But it would be nice. 38. Do I ghost people or do I give them a reason for breaking ties? So ghosting, I think it depends on when it happens. Like, if it's... Before you've met or like only a couple of conversations and like nothing serious has been divulged then you can ghost 
but if you've already met at least once or you've had a serious conversation, like you have dived deep and you have shared things with each other, and I just mean talking, like not even physical, then it deserves a, a conversation. So that's my philosophy and that's how I approach it. You know, if I'm talking to someone on an app or we move to texting and I kind of just not feeling it anymore, I ghost. But if we've gone out or we've had serious conversations, I will let them know, hey, I'm just not feeling it anymore and I'm sorry. But if I see you around, hope we can say hi. 39. Do I believe in karma? Absolutely. What goes around comes around and the energy that you put out in the world, the frequency that you put out in the world, it'll come back to you sooner rather than later. And I think part of why I've gone through the struggles that I've gone through is because I was such a dark energy for such a long time and it just kept coming back to me and back to me and back to me and now that I've healed and I'm working on myself I feel that things that are coming my way are a lot more positive so I think yeah I do believe in karma 40 how do I show I'm angry I get frustrated and then I start crying and I probably start screaming I don't not probably I do and I wish I didn't but yeah I get frustrated and then I'm angry that I'm frustrated so I get angry at myself and then I just start screaming and yelling because I feel like I'm not being heard and I feel like I'm being misunderstood and yeah frustration for sure 41 in my opinion what are my greatest strengths so my greatest strength and then 42 is what are my greatest weaknesses both a strength and a weakness is my resilience but my strengths are my curiosity my my passion and my my ability to stand up for myself and for others and my vision that I am a visionary and I, I go after what I want I know what I want I go after it my communication skills my network and my networking ability my ability to connect with people my ability to be vulnerable and just show up my weaknesses are my impulsiveness like i said my resilience my impatience that goes in hand hand in hand with impulsiveness and my temper but again just in the sense of like i got frustrated very when i not that i get frustrated very easily but i when i feel that i'm not being understood or i feel like i'm being ignored or not valued or not respected i get frustrated and i don't show it very well um my anxiety but i also think that's a strength at times could it teaches me a lot about myself and i have a blog post about that as well um so yeah those are some of my weaknesses my uh 43 if i could go anywhere in the world where would i go i don't know there's so many places i want to go like where would i like go first hmm I'm trying to think i don't want to pick the obvious ones that's why i'm trying to think of i really want to go to australia and japan so i think maybe there 
I don't know. That's hard. There's so many places I want to go. One of my goals in life is to do 30 countries before 30. 30 new countries. And I think I'm at like seven. And I have six and a half years to go. So I need to get on that. 44. Is work-life balance important to me? So caveat to say that I don't think work-life balance is a thing. I think it's a alignment and prioritization because balance is a myth and you have to prioritize some things one day over others and it's it's a it's a it's a it's a balancing act and it's a prioritization practice. Um, so I think it's just being in alignment. What what do you need to prioritize that day to be in alignment? So I think it's important to me, but I I don't think work life balance is always attainable. Sometimes you're in a season of work, 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 and rest is going to have to go by the wayside for a little while. And then other times it's backwards and you can really rest and take a vacation and take up time off to replenish. And work is that is a, it's, it's running, it, the ship is running itself. So I think it's a, it, it ebbs and flows. But yeah, it is important for me that I, I prioritize and I take time for myself and I, I focus on what needs to be focused on that day. 45, is family important to me? Yes. I think both because I grew up in a Latin household and also because I think when you understand your family history and you unpack all of your family trauma and you heal from it, it shows you who you really are and it's a really great thing when you when you work through it and you forgive and you you forgive yourself and then you're able to rebuild those relationships i think it, that's really special and i think it's important to recognize that you did come from somewhere and that those people they do care about you they want the best for you and if they don't if they truly truly don't then it's okay to to say goodbye prioritize yourself but for me I think family is very important and then 46 is friendship important to me absolutely I think some friends become family for the same reasons they go through your life with you they are your friends your support system they pick you up when you're down they encourage you and uplift you and congratulate you when things go really well and they want the best for you they truly do and because they don't have to be there they're choosing to be and then some become family, and they're just your ride or dies. And yeah, they are very important to me. 47, is romantic love important to me? I truly can say I've never been in love, but I do want that one day. I hope I get that one day. And to me, love means respect and loyalty and trust and encouragement. And also challenging me so I can be a better version of myself and helping me become that better version of myself and I can do the same for them and just uplifting each other and working together. I think that's all love and I think yeah it is very important to me and I do hope one day I can have that. I want that. 49. What is one part of my life I miss and why? Um, 
honestly nothing like on a surface level like not having responsibility but we always had responsibility we always had homework to do we always had work to do but you know there are times where I do miss that like I could have just shown up at a bar in college and I knew people would be out and not even to go drink I would go in leggings and a big t-shirt and no makeup on and my hair in a bun I didn't wash it in a week and just go to the bar and sit there with a glass of water and shoot the shit with the guys and have a good time and sometimes I wish I still had those moments you know where there was always people around and I didn't have to be alone at night but you know college is college is a wild time and I truly don't miss because miss it because I'm not proud of the person I was at that time proud of my growth from that girl but that girl was hurting and people didn't know it and I've apologized to a few of them and they've forgiven me and that means the world to me but there's I can't go back and say there was one particular time that I wish I was in again because I'm really proud of who I am now and I'm really excited to see where I keep going from here 50. What are elements from that time that I could incorporate to, into my present? Who? Hmm. More of a social life and just more of a willingness to meet people and have fun and let loose. And I'm working on that. 51. Do actions really speak louder than words? Yeah, they do. And I used to think... You know, that was just a cliche phrase that we all say, but having lived it with a certain relationship in law school, yeah, 100% actions speak louder than words. You can tell me all of the things, all the pretty things I want to hear, and you can mean them. You really can. But if your actions don't back that up, it's really hard for me to believe at the end of the day, and it's just not going to work out. So, yeah. Actions do speak louder than words. 52. Am I happy with my career? My career is just starting, but yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm excited for it. 53. If not, what can I change about my career to be happier and more satisfied? Selfishly, that I'd be further along (laughs) and so I could be making money and traveling more and enjoying my life more with my friends and having a little bit more of that balance that alignment having everything that I want but it's not my time yet so no I wouldn't change anything right now about my career I'm happy with it and um to to go with that you know we can have it all we just can't have it all at once and again it's alignment it's prioritization what season of life am I in focusing on that and knowing that when the time comes another season will come 54 What's more important to me, self-respect or being right? I think I, when I was younger, I would say being right. But I think now I would say self-respect. You know, it, it's okay to want to be right at times, especially if it's factual. But I think you have to be respectful about the way you approach the situation, especially if you are on opposite sides of something. And I think you, you can't, lose the respect for yourself because then people will lose respect for you too. So I think respecting yourself enough to know when 
you know, it's time to end that conversation and walk away because you are dangerously close to doing something that you, sh- you will probably regret later, for example. So I think, yeah, self-respect. 55, do I learn from the past or do I live in the past? I learn from the past. I used to live in it and now I'm learning from it and I don't live in it anymore. And I think that is the most freeing thing in the entire world. 56, when I die, what do I want to be remembered for? This, this podcast and all of the the help that I've been able to provide through the podcast, through my services, through my content. I just want to be known for my passion and for my work helping others and volunteering. And I just want to be known as someone who loved hard and loved deeply and wanted the best for people and wanted to provide them with the resources and tools to be the best versions of themselves and inspire them and encourage them and uplift them. And I hope that that's what I'm doing with this podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. Even though it is a bonus episode, it is a full-length episode, but I think it's a really special one. And I think I really enjoyed this questionnaire. It got me to dig a little deeper And I'm really proud of just reflecting on how far I've come and hearing me reflect on it through this question, these these questions. So I encourage you to check them out. They're in the show notes. Let me know if you record an episode on your own podcast, answering them or on your blog. Um, I would love to check it out. So thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you liked it, please leave a rating and review. Please share with a friend. Please subscribe and follow along to the show. And yeah, I will talk to you all next week.